Good afternoon. Still morning, I think. Yes, still morning. Still morning. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm doing well, too. Most important today to report that we are kicking some ass in the Ryder Cup. I love the Ryder Cup. I, it's my favorite. Uh, I do, too. You know, I wasn't here yesterday. I was traveling. So today I'm trying to catch up on stuff. And I, I can't, I, I, it's not like a background thing. It's, you got to sort of focus. You have to watch it. Yes. Right. I agree. Yeah. Like a regular golf tournament day, yes. I guess Friday would be day two. This is obviously day one of the Ryder Cup. You can have it on in the background. You can watch a replay. You can catch up. You could listen to. Uh, I, can't, I had it on for a little broadcast. bit and it was like, it was distracting me. I actually turned it off. Yeah, I, I, I get that. It's just it's a lot of fun. Good stuff. Yeah, I hope to focus on it on uh, tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah. Spend some time just watching. All right, so let I know we've we've beaten to death the the online review stuff over the last three episodes. Right. Before we move on to different topics, I thought that we should. I mean, the the idea that that reviews are online reviews are so important. We know this. We we've seen all the studies. We've seen that more than ninety percent of people are consulting reviews before making purchases. We've talked about the idea of fake reviews continuing to be a problem. And I thought before we move on to something else in, in the next episode, not this episode, mm -hmm. I just wanted to sort of explore some of the things that are out there uh, that are sort of related to fake reviews. Um, some of them are funny, but they're funny, but they're not funny. I don't know. Let's start. Let's just start. So what I wanted to start with was, let me just throw a, an image up. I'm showing the image of the sign outside of a coffee shop that says, yeah, come know. in and try the worst coffee one woman on TripAdvisor had in her life. Very clever. Okay. It's clever. Yes, it's clever. So uh, my first thought was, is it real? Like, did somebody actually do it or was somebody just creating this sign for, you know, just to get attention? But if you Google it, there's, there, there's more than one version of it. Uh, yeah. It appears that people did use it. Did you uh, it identify actually any of the uh, businesses that, that were using it and look on their uh, review site? I did. I, I found it on TripAdvisor for Cafe, more than one. The point is, you know, it's, it's out there and people are, um, I guess they just laugh it off and they say, is that idea, is that going to attract more customers or push more, more customers I, away? I say yes. I say, because as we know, one of the things about um, negative reviews that it makes you seem human. Like we always say, if you go on a Yelp for a restaurant and you see 50 reviews and every single one of them is a five, that's a huge red flag. Yes. So granted, I, at least I feel somebody's going to not like my product. Yeah. And I might've had a bad day. So you think it's a, it's, it's sort of a clever way to just yeah, sort yeah. of make fun of the idea that this is part of our world. Humor. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's unlikely that this is the worst coffee the woman ever had. Of course not. Yeah. No, I, I it was, it's. Do you disagree? Do you know? No, I, I think a lot of people, 
a lot of people would be scared to do it. To I think that's do, more. What do you mean? That's scared to scared actually to put it, it out or there. Business is scared to put it out there. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, that's a, that's old school mentality. That's old school thinking. When I'm, people I'm think school. that their reviews aren't, everyone's not going to see all their reviews. So well, might- exactly. If this guy was on top of his game, he had to look up before he did that his reviews and realize have a comfort level. Most of my reviews are fine. Just one idiot wrote that. If he looked up his reviews and said, oh my God, I got six reviews and they all were terrible. I may not want to put that sign up. Yeah, right. But okay, so there's other things out there. So it it, it does appear that it's in, I don't know if you'd call this popular culture, but the idea that the review sites are so important for consumers to make decisions, it does appear in popular culture. There's obviously lots of press about fake reviews um, for, on a serious <laughs> note, but in the TV show, The Office, back from the early 2000s, I guess it actually ended just after 2010. Anyway, in 2007, they uh, actually went to TripAdvisor and asked if they could use TripAdvisor in an episode. And the reason yes. was, I, yeah, I'm not going to go into the, the I, we do, I do watch it. We still watch it. It's always on in my house. It's sort of like the default when no one knows what to watch and the TV's on. You can always find the office on somewhere. So anyway, in this 2007 episode, uh, Dwight Schrute, the, he has the beet farm. He's quirky. Is that a good way to describe him? I don't know. He decides to convert the beet farm or use it as a, as a bed and breakfast, I guess it, it was. And so the writers went to TripAdvisor and asked if they could put a page, a review page for this new hotel, bed and breakfast, whatever, whatever it actually was on TripAdvisor. And at the time, Trip, TripAdvisor was not the, you know, the behemoth that it became in terms of marketing for hotels and restaurants. And they didn't do TV advertising at the time. And they just thought, hey, this is a good way to just get some publicity. So they did it. And I don't know, I assume that they still are thrilled that that happened, but to this day, that page is still up there. There's a message from TripAdvisor saying, please do not attempt to book this hotel as it's fictional, but there are still reviews coming in. There was a New York Times article in 2010, which was only three years after they used it in the episode that talked about how it's, it's uh, still going on. That's 11 years ago. It's still up there. I didn't go through all the reviews to see if there's there's more coming in, but uh, I would imagine there still are. If they put it up there, people and people click things. You signed up for some sort of yeah, platinum golf package accidentally, apparently, right? So <laughs> should it still be up there? I don't know. Is it yeah. is it is it comedy? An interesting thing about that is that if you scroll down the TripAdvisor page, you know that they also refer you or put um, links to other businesses in the area. So there's like there's restaurants in the area of where there's a valid reason why. So that that listing still serves a purpose of some sort. It's helping Uh, other businesses. Right. So uh, so like if somebody signed up to book that place after 11 years or however long it's been. Yeah, that's bad on them. But yeah, the fact yeah. that it's up there and I have a neighboring business and there's a link on there for me, good, good, great. Right. 
that was just interesting that yeah yeah i don't know they were encouraging i guess <laughs> fake reviews all right so i mean that is what it is i just found that very interesting but then you start going into other things like the guy in uh london who in shed what's that the shed the shed, <laughs> the shed. shed restaurant See, that's it's... really totally different because that was proactively putting on a fake show absolutely that on purpose from the get-go as an experiment absolutely remarkably <laughs> it worked yeah so we'll put the links uh but the we'll only the thing i didn't get so on people that, can maybe look you at could it. explain or clarify that is with a very limited number of reviews he was able to climb up the review list very quickly like i think he only had 10 or 15 reviews and he was already at the top of the list yeah, well, that speaks to the, the, the methodology and the algorithm that these review sites are using yeah. to, to make people... It shouldn't be that easy to climb to the top. I don't care if you have a, a terrific business and, you know, five to ten reviews, you, 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 you know, on top yeah. of it. I mean, yes, and that's a whole other issue about methodology, mm -hmm. which we'll talk about methodology when we get back to, to uh, more substantive, substantive uh, topics relating to what we do. Bottom line is disturbing. I mean, he, he got the idea because he was, this is, and this was written in 2017 sometime. Yeah, late 2017, only four years ago. So he was being paid to write fake reviews for restaurants. That's how he got this idea. Right. And, uh, you know, he, he obviously knew what he was doing. The, the fake pictures of, 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 dishes like with yeah, yeah. shaving cream and oh my god so you know let's not get into this any more than that other than the oh. stuff is out there and it's comical i guess in some way but the at the end of the day these the fake reviews are still a problem clearly they are yes, still a problem they are. and we've talked about from a business perspective we talked about how businesses can combat it and have a better understanding of what customer guest satisfaction is in their establishment by putting into place programmatic uh, transactional feedback right. programs like ours and, and others. We have competitors, obviously. Uh, but from a consumer standpoint, I, I guess most people know that this fake reviews exist, and I don't know what the percentage, percentages are, and we um, could probably do some primary research on that. So... All right, I guess let's, uh, should we call it a day? What do you think? Uh, if you want. Um, let's call it a day. And then, um, well, thanks everybody for watching or listening to us. And um, Absolutely. see you on the next episode. Okay.